Start that shit. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Boogeyman. <laughs> and today, ladies and gentlemen, this is a very special episode. In case y'all haven't checked your calendars, it's a, it's a very particular day. It's a very particular day that's very unlucky for some. Uh, nobody's quite sure where the um, sort of the um, the root of Friday the 13th came from, but they believe that it may have been when Pope Gregory ordered the death of the Knights Templar on Friday the 13th of, I think it was of July in 13-something. I think that's where the sort of the idea came from. Holy shit. Um, but I'm not 100% sure, and I can't remember what the fear of the number 13 is, which is, I had written it down. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, I just thought it was some like superstitious white people shit from the suburbs, but well, as as a proud white person, uh, I have to say it's you know it's definitely a tradition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. and you know uh, definitely definitely something that I think is ingrained in you from like the beginning is this sort of this Black Friday Friday Thirteenth thing. So yeah, you know. so today's very special episode is we sat down and we watched my absolute favorite Friday the Thirteenth movie. Friday the 13th, part 9, Jason Goes to Hell, The Final Friday. <laughs> Except it wasn't the final one, because then Jason X came after it, unfortunately, as well as a remake of the first movie, which was not really a remake of the first movie, uh, which is really good. Uh, it's actually quite decent. And then Freddy vs. Jason came after that too, which is a really fucking fun movie. Like yeah. that's, that's, that's good fun. But Kelly Rowland. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Thrown against a tree, baby. Thrown against a tree for mm-hmm. telling Jason he had a small dick. <laughs> you know, you don't you don't tell you know unstoppable entities how small their phallus. Is. That is true. Yeah, but um, yeah. So so we sat down and we we decided that because it's Friday the Thirteenth that we'll do a little bit more of an informal sort of looser. Uh, let's just talk a bit of shit for a, for some minutes and you know let's see if you guys enjoy the ride and yeah. if you don't. You know, don't tell your friends. Just say, hey, you should listen to the Boogeyman podcast. <laughs> just wait until we get back to our, you know, normal mm. format. <laughs> Absolutely. But So, yeah. So, part nine, Salvador. Yeah. How, how did it go? I It was really fun to watch, uh, I would say. Um, I think what was really fun about this is I remembered absolutely nothing about this movie other than the cover photo of, yeah. like, the, the actual film. Um, this movie I definitely only watched once. Probably half paying attention while hanging out with my friends when I was, you know, like 12, 13 years As you old. do. Yeah, exactly. So I had no idea what to expect. Um, I think it was just like absolute prime quality for leaving and I to just crack jokes the entire fucking time. Jesus Christ. Um, I th- I, uh, Yako definitely was chiming in a few bits too. Was, uh, he, he had, a, he had a, good old, a good old rock out to this movie. It's just, there's just so many moments in this movie that one don't make sense, but are so fucking absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. here's the thing, like, so I talk a lot about Halloween and how, um, like, okay, yeah, it's kind of ridiculous that it's like, if you want to watch a storyline that makes sense, you need to watch one, two, blah, 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 blah. With these, from my understanding, all the, like, previous movies before this, like, are loosely connected or follow yeah. some kind of chronology chronological they have a chronological order yeah yeah chronological order yes I really hope chronology is a word and I just I'm quite sure it is chronology okay anyway fuck it yeah um but like this movie was just like like fuck the lore like fuck everything like Jason isn't a body he's like a spirit demon thing he has we have 
embraced uh, Christian, uh, you know, mythology mm. and hell is a concept that we understand and the evil that is Jason belongs in said Christian hell. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I, I didn't actually think about it that way, but that that's on the money. Yeah, and yeah. I and I, that sentence was meant to have a question mark at the end of it, <laughs> and like alien, deformed, gross flesh version is yeah. here. Bodies that melt mm. for no fucking reason. I mean, yeah, like who opened the ark? Is this Indiana Jones? Like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, it's um, it has been a while since I watched this movie, and um, I started watching it about two months ago, and I just I just had to stop it. I said, no, this is something that I have to revisit with with my good friend salvador because jesus christ like yeah it's anything that you could imagine is canon from the series anything um anything that you think yeah is the law it's just out the window like let's just all of a sudden jason has a sister like a mum, uh, 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 sorry a sister and a uh, uh niece i yes. guess yeah. a niece um who has a baby to a glasses face not very intelligent no, guy he has a sister who has a daughter who has a daughter Yes, yeah, yeah, and the daughter has a baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're doing a lot of hand gestures now because we're trying to like work it out in Family our head, trees, you know? yeah. <laughs> and we haven't even like, well, I've had a couple of beers, but we like we haven't been drinking. We're not on anything, you know. Like this this movie, like, it didn't matter that it made no fucking sense, yeah. right? Is like this movie is just so much fun, and like I said to Salvador when we're going into it, it like ticks every single one of those boxes for that unstoppable entity movie. It makes no sense. It sort of gives you really, really loose rules as to why stuff is happening. But again, who the fuck knows? Like, it, like it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, and I mean, there's some really, really awesome fucking kills in this movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, the deep fryer is my absolute top. Followed by a lovely face-crushing jaw into the face. The jaw into the mouth killed me, man. That was my favorite fucking yeah. death of this whole movie. Because you know, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm a very body positive person. But this, this lady, she's, she's got a larger frame, so there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of room for her jaw to enter her face, if you will. So let's, you know, like. It like her face became sort of like a puckered asshole almost, <laughs> but more gory, more gory and more yeah, oh, Jesus Christ! Oh, and I so mean, good. we like it was worth waiting what three quarters of the movie just yeah. for that kill, but so good. There's there's just there's just a lot of really really fun kills in this, and you can tell everyone's having a good time. Yeah. There's this whole FBI angle at the beginning, which makes no sense. Yeah, um, but. Us as viewers, we just go, fuck it. Like, let's just, just roll. Let's just roll, roll yeah. the punches. Well, here, Levi. So I usually give a summary of the films in our usual episodes. I would be curious to hear if you could summarize this film in a minute or less. Okay. And we have, <laughs> let me... Look and, okay, I, I, I will actually time this. And starting now. Okay, so uh, a lady shows up at a park at a campground. You think she's all this innocent victim. All of a sudden, Jason shows up after a light bulb breaks for some reason. And he chases her out of house. She's running. She's only in a towel. All of a sudden, she does a dive roll over some sort of sandbag. And then the FBI come out of nowhere. And they just riddle him with bullets, explode him, blow him up. Jason is destroyed within three minutes, of, like two minutes of the film. 
All of a sudden, he's back at a coroner's place. This guy's being patted down by Kane Hodder. The guy actually plays Jason. Um, and then what happens is Jason's heart starts beating, so the coroner starts eats that. And then for some reason, that transfers uh, Jason's body into the coroner. And then the coroner goes on a killing spree looking for his nieces well looking for jason's relatives because he needs to put his body back into 15 seconds left he needs to put his body back into them and then he gets his body back into his 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 sister somehow and he gets reborn and then he gets murdered at the end by glasses face guy and the girl bam one minute summary <laughs> jesus yeah i missed out a lot of stuff there's also this black guy that's a that's a um, bounty hunter, <laughs> bounty hunter. Like, <laughs> who breaks fingers and one thing that was really, really quite nice watching this with, you know, a very proudly homosexual male was how homoerotic this film was. And as a young teenager, you know, I was focused on boobs, but man, there is a lot of, you know, sort of yeah. stolen moments in this film. I would like to believe I have a talent for really finding the homoeroticism. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, you know what? That eye contact is being held for like a couple seconds too long. Mm. The angle, there's like, oh, he brought him down to his knees and now the angle is like literally of this man's like legs with his like dick at like face level to this man on the floor and don't forget he goes there's a price to pay he keeps saying there's a price to pay and and Salvador not remembering anything someone's like what's he gonna do like he's getting his hand like is he gonna is he gonna mash it like yeah. <laughs> no or it's a bit like, more breaking yeah I was like also like later in the film uh, Jason has possessed this like the sheriff yeah and they're like, or I, he was fighting someone else like, who eventually he ends up in like taking his body and it's like the news guy that's yeah. really shady. Um, but like possessed Jason as sheriff, like has this man pinned down on the table and like kisses him. Yeah. And Lieben was just like, you know, I never really like thought about the fact that it was two men. And I was like, you know, for 1995 or whenever this movie was made. it's It was before it's time. It was you before know, it's it was, time. It said, you know. Out with gender stereotypes. Yeah. You know, we don't. We can put in some tasty boob, you know, some tasteful boob in this movie, but we've got to have some man-on-man -man kissing. Yeah. Also, this yeah. movie was made in 93. 93? I just shit. looked it up. Holy shit. I was one year old when this movie came out. Wow. I was eight. <laughs> Dang. Old man Norrie, they called me. Old man Norrie. At that Norrie. time, yeah. But, um, yeah, I think, I think that when myself and Leon watched this movie, uh, I was about 10 or 11, so... Yeah, so it was 95, 96, sort yeah. of, when I watched this film. And, um, yeah, I'd, it's it's just it's just so much fun. Like, and I, I, you're just so much fun to watch this sort of film with because I fucking love yelling stuff at the screen. Like, when people are being idiots or when people are doing stupid shit or just comments, you just start talking for the character themselves. Like, <laughs> it's like I'm just going to remove my pants now. Yeah. <laughs> It's just, it's so good, and we're just so in sync. You yeah. Know? <laughs> well, so the good thing is, like, here's the thing, and, like, we both acknowledge this. These movies don't require fucking Oscar winning. Like, there's no Claire Higgins in this movie. No, no, fuck no. <laughs> I mean, you know, they could have done with a bit of Claire Higgins in this they film. I mean, they could have classed this shit up, but <laughs> they didn't need to because they brought the special effects guy from Hellraiser, they as did. we discovered, because there was this, um, uh, I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure if people out there are familiar with what a sound tube is, but it's that thing, you know, when you hold it, it goes, oh, 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 oh. Well, that was the sound effect that they were using. Oh, by the way, that was my mouth. Yeah, I was making that sound. Fun fact, Lieben was actually the... Yeah, uh, I, was, I was a real cool kid at school. You know, I had nothing but, you know, I was with my friends all the time. I didn't have time to practice making that sound or anything. Ever. <laughs> ever. 
Well, I was going to say that you were actually the person who did it for the film. Mm. Well, you know, they called up they called up eight year old Lee and they go, "Hey, we've we've heard you from you America. Need to make this we, sound. We've got these weird light sperms." Flying out of the sky into Jason, and we need you to make a, a sound that you think would be appropriate. Oh, you mean? Oh, you mean? And they're like, yeah, that. So then they brought me in. Fun fact. You know, this. The good thing about the Boogeyman podcast is it's not all true. <laughs> you can decide from what, yeah, what exactly. we just talked about. But yeah. But Jesus Christ, that was yeah. This this movie is. I, I have to say that for for people that are that are fans of uh, of the sort of the slasher genre, um, that are fans of the of the franchise, although it disregards everything, you know this is this is a really really good fun movie to go out and watch. I think and to sit down with a couple of friends that like yelling at the screen. Yeah, you're not going to miss much. Like the dialogue isn't very critical, and like we said, like all lore went out the fucking window. Yeah. If like 30 seconds ago he was wearing a hockey mask. You know, shoving a woman's jaw into her face. And then, like, 15 minutes later, he can't even kill a dude with, like, a, a shovel. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's like... Eh. <laughs> he just <laughs> picks him up to throw him back down yeah. again. You take that glasses guy, because the guy had taken his glasses off by that point. So maybe yeah. Jason didn't recognize him. Maybe Jason goes, oh, this is a worthy foe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing, too. So uh, as we were watching it, like... So the credits were rolling, or the at the beginning credits where they're showing the, the people, and I was like, Leslie Jordan is in this movie, and I didn't realize it first. So Leslie Jordan, like flaming homosexual who's like all over Instagram right now, who plays uh, Megan Mullally's like nemesis on Will and Grace, mm. and he, he he normally plays just like very very camp short people. Yeah, yeah, that's his deal. <laughs> He's like this, like. Passed for straight, but still, like, short person working in a diner. Yeah, with this hot mama of this 1950s sort of ogre <laughs> like, that he's living with. Um, and they've got this weird sexual energy between, because they make out in front of their customers at one point, yeah. like, in the beginning of the film. It's, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that's weird. Like, And then there's also this other bit in the movie that, you know, this is where I was, I was belief was suspended for me, is they were making burgers, and they're like, we're making Jason Voorhees burgers. So they made the patties look like a Voorhees mask. Cool. Great idea. But it's in a fucking burger. No one's going to fucking see that. It's going to have lettuce. It's going to have cheese. It's going to have onion. You know, it's going to have stuff on it. You know, you know, maybe they did like a really cool thing where they put like some ketchup and like mustard in the eyes. You know? <laughs> Shit, we should have worked on marketing for this film. You know? <laughs> One-year-old Salvador, eight-year-old Levin, we could have made a huge difference. Well, guys, 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 they had, like, a regular font when the credits rolled. Mm. It was it was actually, that was real refreshing for me because, you know, something I definitely neglect to think about, but Salvador being hot off the plate of Friday the 13th Part 1 was very critical about... <laughs> Text and font, and there was, there was like, even in, even in that um, the title sequence, there was like three different types of font. It was yeah. like Jason goes goes to hell, the final. <laughs> and they had it's a really cool like final. motion graphic effects where it, like oh, where it says like goes to hell. Mm. It had like flames. Oh, oh it was shit. Nineteen ninety three. It was a time for um, technological advancement. It really was. It wasn't a year for script writing. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I, I, for all you Boogeyman fans out there, I think, um, especially today being Friday the 13th, um, this, is, this is, I think, 
if any film, any horror movie that you're going to take a look at, it should be in the Jason Voorhees canon. And this is a movie I highly recommend. It's so much fun. Uh, Friday the 13th Part 1, they say Friday the 13th at the beginning, like that it's actually on a Friday and it's the 13th. But, you know, you could go anywhere out of those sequels from there. Um, two, 2 to 11, <laughs> you can go nuts. Uh, Freddy versus Jason, but, yeah, this... oh. I, I had such. A, I can't get over how much of a good time I had watching this yeah, movie. Same. So, what do you think? Like, just a loose, a loose rating. Like, give us your favorite moment and what you think you'd give it out of ten. I think my favorite moment was <laughs> the part that's going to stick with me the most is going to be the weird hand homoerotic tension <laughs> moment because it was really long. Mm-mm. That scene took up like quite a bit of time. Yeah, and it kept showing a lot of close-ups <laughs> of his hands like touching yeah. the other guy's hand. It was, yeah. It was Brokeback Mountain. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know I ain't queer. <laughs> you got a real pretty mouth. <laughs> you got a real pretty mouth. <laughs> he was, no, that was delicious. <laughs> I don't remember that scene from <laughs> Brokeback Mountain. Mm. But like, I think in terms of deaths, yeah, I, the one that's definitely going to stick with me the most was that, uh, the the, the jaws you like you like nailed it because it's everything they had some really good meaty murders in this one for sure like they, I they didn't like skimp on the, the uh, blood and the gore the blood yeah like it was it was good it was like a good level it wasn't excessive um, but it was definitely out there like it wasn't like oh this person's really been murdered you were like right. this person's been murdered in a horror film right, right. because it was over the top but yeah yeah. yeah. Um, but I would say overall, like, I think I gave Friday the 13th, the original, like a six, maybe I was a little underwhelmed. This was like a lot closer to kind of like what I expect out of like a fun slasher film, like stupid one-liners. Like we were just, I mean, we, so we can laugh and then we can also make ourselves sound more intellectual. We're kind of riffing off like, oh, he's got glasses. So he's, he's, he's a nerd and he's going to have some key piece of information. And like, you know what? He it did. delivered. He yeah. did. I was like, every stupid motif that we were expecting, like, was delivered to yeah. us. And um, the thing is that this isn't even a parody. Like, this is a straight. <laughs> this is meant to be a straight up horror movie. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'd give it a seven. That's solid. Yeah. Solid. Like a solid seven. Like yeah. I would definitely like have a few beers and watch this again. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, definitely for me, I think. Yeah. That the. Always, ever since I was a kid, like when I first saw this movie, the the deep fryer face mm-hmm. followed by the head. So it's sort of like a j- double kill and like sort of a, a heartbeat, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, that's always stuck with me. I loved it. So like that for me was really good. But I must say also it was quite nice. A moment that I hadn't sort of picked up on before is when he kills... Um, the the assistant coronet at the beginning, and he's got his he sort of slams his face down onto this netted oh, grate, yeah. yeah. And you get those sort of like then when he sort of he stabs this anal probe <laughs> <laughs> through his face or something. You don't really see it; you just sort of see it from the angle of the guy stabbing it down. But then he sort of peels his face off the table, and that you know that was a good level of gore for me. Like that's you know like it's a little bit out there. It's a bit gross, you know, perfect, beautiful. Yeah, what's well, like uh, also the gore effect. There's like a scene where he like uh, mashes two like men's like heads together. Yeah. Which like typically, I mean, okay, if you like slam two people's heads together really hard, like maybe you'll split some skin and like, yeah, yeah obviously like you could like break or some like, severe a skull hematomas. Or yeah, <laughs> but like, for like, it wasn't even a second, like a millisecond of a shot. Like they had like added gore to both of their faces, yeah. so it looked like their faces had literally melted off, like from like the point of contact on their head down to their mouths. And I was like, 
they really went all out <laughs> for this literally half a second shot. They're like, we need more gore. Slam. Yeah. Like, let's do it. Um, so, yeah, like, it delivered on everything. And exactly what you said, sort of like, every every beat that you sort of thought was coming did come. And you're not disappointed because you don't go into a film like this expecting, you know, high cinema, high drama, twists and turns. You go into this movie thinking it's going to be a bit of fun. And that's exactly what it delivered. So I'm going to give it an eight and a half All out right. of ten. Um, because... You know, it does hold a very special place in my heart, and um, but also it, it is really, really good fun, and it's ex- it's exactly what I want in this sort of film. Like yeah. this is this is it delivers every single thing that you want it. And a little fun story that I can tell you about this movie yes. is when Leon and I first watched this movie, um, there was a little description in like in the Sky catalog, like you could read about the movie, right? And we saw Friday Thirteenth, so we're like, oh, we like. Oh, you know, I'm going to say it because my friend Leon's parents were a little bit loose of what we, what we could watch because, you know, we're kids. Yeah. Like, we could watch a horror movie like, fuck it, you know. If they don't sleep tonight, they'll eventually sleep. They'll get so tired, they'll they'll have to sleep. You know, that sort of thing. Um, but it said on the thing, like, an innocent bystander. I can't even remember what the description was, but it said something about a bystander on it. And we were like, what's bystander mean? Because we're kids. Like, So we went and asked Fran, his mom. We're like, Fran, what's bystander mean? She goes, oh, it's someone who witnesses something. Um, you know, it could be an accident or whatever. Like, okay. So we had this, like, conjured up this idea that all of these people in this movie were just, like, watching Jason Kill do stuff. Like, like, oh, I can't do anything. I'm just a bystander. <laughs> and it became this whole thing until we watched the movie. And I remember us watching the movie and just... We had a great time. Like, we... It is not a scary movie. This is not a scary film. Um, I think. I think if you are sensitive to this sort of thing, it, I guess it could be scary. But it's not. It doesn't have a lot of jump scare elements to it. Um, so you're not really going to be, you know, hanging on the edge of your seat for this film. Yeah. I think if, if it hadn't been for the fact that, cause, so we have a surround sound system, like nice speakers in mm-hmm. our place, and we That's have the audio. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's a nice setup. Um, but I think, yeah, the biggest shock really just came from the loudness. Yeah. Like, whoever did the audio mixing for this, like... It was that was uh, I'd say that's probably a sore point for me was yeah. there were the the balance was quite off on that it would be the dialogue was quite quiet and then you'd have this like dum 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 it's like what the fuck has <laughs> just happened like yeah and then then not much would happen that <laughs> was yeah. so funny like oh his eyes opened like, <laughs> cool like I'm just cleaning all the shit out of my pants now just from the sound <laughs> like, right you know so yeah that that, that would be the only sort of bad thing but the funny thing is the guy who did the the music mixing for this movie was the same guy who did the music mixing for the first film so hmm. Manfredini Manfredini I think his name is Harry Manfredini um, so Man we got Panini yeah Man Panini um, so he, he did all the sound mixing and it was quite funny in the opening sequence there was just music and Salvador was just like, what the fuck is the point of this music? Like, it serves no purpose because it's sort of building tension when a car is driving. <laughs> and the car's not even driving, to, well, we're guessing to doom, you know, but at the same time, like, they could have eased in, you know, they could have had, like, something a little bit softer, you know, <laughs> build to a crescendo, people, build. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, there's, there is not a lot that I can really fault in this film except everything in this film which is why it's beautiful yeah. <laughs> like that's the thing yeah sometimes you watch a movie and you can tell that like someone tried very hard and like the fact that now that film like you perceive it as like subpar 
mm. like is probably an insult to the person who created it, but mm. I think the people who like made this just had a damn fucking good time mm. with it. Yeah. But in this case, you know, no one had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was cool. But yeah, um so, everyone, Friday the 13th, you know, I hope that you have enjoyed our shorter installment of our Boogeyman, sort of an extra special episode. We're yes. like Blossom. <laughs> yes. You know, it's a Saturday morning and we're going to teach you a lesson. Um, but yeah, so our next episode, we're going back to the request line and we're actually going to go all the way back down to Queensland, Australia for a request from my younger brother, Quinn. He's requested that we watch The Babadook, the Australian icon. horror movie. Yes. <laughs> it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. This is a movie that I know from memes, but I have actually also never watched. Mm. Um, so I'm looking forward to it because I know it was like very, very well beloved and I know it became a bit of a hit with the LGBT community. Because with the community, as the kids call it. The community. Mm-hmm. My peoples, because yeah. it accidentally started started showing up as recommended under LGBTQ films on Netflix. Fair enough, because... Yeah, that silence was because I don't know where the fuck that came from. Because it's about... It's like a mum... It's like a mum and her kid. Yeah. No, I think it was like a a total mess up of the algorithm. But we are going to find this metaphor, people. If you can count on one thing is that I will find the queer subtext in that movie. You know, if we don't find it, we'll keep digging. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So, again, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, My name's Lieben. You can find me on Instagram. I'm at Mr. Mojo Ryzen. And my name is Salvador. And you can find me at on Instagram at salvadoresparza.jr. We hope you guys have a lovely Friday the 13th. Don't, you know, walk in front of any black cats. Don't break any mirrors. Don't step on any cracks. Don't walk under any ladders. Don't do any crack. (laughs) Well, only do the right amount of crack. (laughs) We don't want you overdosing because then you can't listen to the next episode and we can't get that listenership up. That's true. Yeah. And don't forget to tell your friends, you know, say there's these two fucking idiots in Helsinki that talk about horror movies, don't make a lot of sense. But hey, we love them. You know, just say that. And don't tell them I told you to say that. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) But until next time. Yes. Follow us on at the Boogeyman on Instagram. Till next time. Boogeyman Boogeyman out. out.